So in the forum, Gareth posted a question on how to build a simple newsletter or leads sign-up form. So basically, he wants to build a landing page that has a form and you can type in some information like your name and email address, and it will collect that information and save it to a database record in your application. So today we're gonna go talk about how to build one of those and walk through the whole thought process of how you're supposed to go about doing this. So really the first place we need to start is um, what data you want to save. So we wanna start with the model and we wanna design the database table um, according to what information we wanna collect. So we can go into our console and generate a new model and I'm gonna call ours leads. And I wanna collect a name, which will be a string. I wanna collect an email, which will also be a string. And um, Gareth also wanted to collect a device. So we'll be able to um, save this from a dropdown. So the device will be a string of iPhone or Android. And then we'll check back here and see if he had anything else. Uh, country was the last one. So we'll put country in there as well. Uh, oops. Uh, so I accidentally ran that uh, migration create, or I actually ran the generate model on accident, but before we run the migration, we can go edit the migration file. So we'll copy this t.string and change this last one to country, uh, and that will take care of that for us. And it, since it didn't generate any scaffolds or anything like that for us, we don't have to modify any views. Uh, and we just have to model, modify that migration file for that mistake. So now we can run rakedb migrate, and this will create the database table for us. And now that that's done, we can go into our application and actually build out the form for this. So uh, right now, the best way to start this might be to check out check out the routes. Uh, root is the only route that I have, the main index. And the main controller does nothing at all. And the main index file uh, simply says sign up for my newsletter. And that's what you see here. So here we actually want to render a form for a new lead. So we want to actually create a form so that someone can type in their information and we can save it in the database. So the way that we want to do that is we can go into our main controller And we can set at lead equal to lead.new. So this will create one in memory, which is uh, important for us so that we can use that lead variable right here in a form four. So you can make a regular form four and we'll have a couple different fields. So I'm gonna keep this simple and just say f.text field for name. Uh, we can change this to an email field because HTML5 will validate that. Uh, let's leave this as a text field for device and uh, country will be a text field for now so we can test it out and make sure it works. But eventually this will become a dropdown. So now that we have these, we can have an f.submit button and we can re-render our page and we should get, uh, we should have gotten the form, but what we haven't done yet is created the routes to connect this form to our Rails app. So in order to make this form work, we need a resources 
leads in our routes file. And this will basically say, hey, when there's a form for a lead, it generates the route, but it has to exist inside our Rails app uh, routes files. So in order to create a form like that, we need that. Uh, this is great. Um, this is name, email, device, and country. If we go here and add placeholder uh, to name, and we copy this, and we edit these <coughs> accordingly, then we can uh, see this a little bit better. And you'll be able to style this uh, as you go along. So you'll probably want to wrap these fields and divs and things like that so they look prettier. Um, but we're going to go real simple and basic here. So now we have a form, we have our routes, but we haven't created the controller and nothing is going to save this information. So if we just click create lead right now, we're going to get the uninitialized constant leads controller. And that's telling us that we need to create the controller. And because all we have right now is the application controller and main controller, we can edit app controllers, leads controller.rb, create that from scratch. Leads controller should inherit from application controller. And then the only thing that we really need here, uh, and we can actually leave this at, as is and we can see what the next step is that Rails will tell us to do. So we can kind of follow these errors to learn what to do next. And now Rails is telling us, hey, you submitted a form, we found the controller, but you didn't have the create action inside of it. So now we can create the create action. And if we save this, uh, then what's going to happen is it's going to give us a missing template. So this is going to say, uh, that Rails went through the controller in the action, but it didn't know what to do afterwards. So one thing we can do here is we could simply redirect to the root path, and then at least this won't break anymore. So if we do that, we can keep uh, clicking this and it will successfully work. Now we haven't done any of the actual work inside of here, um, and that's going to be important. So we actually need to capture the information from the params and save it to a lead. And the way we'll do that is like normal, we'll create a lead in memory. We're going to create a method called lead params. And then that is going to be a private method down here called lead params. And we're going to use this for our strong parameters. So we're going to say params.require lead, and we're going to permit those, those four fields, name, email, device, and country. So when we save that, now we're going to get a new lead in memory. We're going to have those uh, values assigned from the form, but we also need to make sure to save it. So if we do at lead.save, we can redirect to the root path. And if it doesn't work, we can do something else. In both cases right now, I'm going to redirect to the root path, but we can have different notices. Um, saved successfully. And then we can maybe have an alert here instead. And we can say, um, failed to save. Now, my application layout does not have a way to display those flash messages. So those were flash messages that we put in the, at the end of the, um, 
controller that are the redirect to's there. So if I go back to the leads controller, this option here of setting notice or alert will set a flash message. And then here we can um, render out those flash, me flash messages. And we'll do that by saying if uh, notice Uh, and then we'll also have an end and then we'll do if alert print out the alert and display that as well so now we should be able to create the lead and we'll see that it was saved successfully um, and everything was correct so that's great these notice and alert uh, methods these are actually methods not variables that um, the Rails gives you their shortcuts to accessing those flash messages. Because uh, normally you could say flash dot flash uh, square bracket notice instead of notice itself. It's just a little helper for you to make that a little cleaner to read. So we want to go to the lead and we want to validate um, the name, email, device, and country for presence. So we want to make sure that all of these are present when you submit this form. So now when we create the lead, it will have failed to save because the validations did not pass. And that happens inside our leads controller right here. If save fails, then it will uh, render an alert. If it succeeds, it will send a notice. So this is all we really need to do for um, saving this. So we've got everything done. The nice part might be to set a cookie if it's successful and then uh, not re-render the form. So instead of putting a notice here, we could delete this and we could say cookies, um, saved lead might be what we want to call this. And we could just set the cookie to value of true and then inside of our main index instead of uh, pardon the vim error instead of rendering the form every time we could say if cookies saved lead then we can say uh, thanks for signing up and then otherwise if there is no cookie for uh, saving having saved their lead information then uh, it will not display the form. So the very first time you come to the site, uh, you type in your information. So we could say Chris, Chris at GoRails. If I could spell GoRails.com. Um, I have an iPhone and I live in the US. So when we click Create Lead, now instead of the flash notice up at the top, we get thanks for signing up that we created and we don't see the form. And this also means that if we refresh the page, we won't see the form again because it saved a cookie. So it remembers that our information was um, was saved in the database, which is great. The trouble is, um, and this is common with every, every single thing like this, um, if you don't actually force them to have an account, if they come back and the cookie's gone for some reason, like incognito mode, uh, they'll see the form again. So you might get duplicates and then you can uh, you can edit your save and creating a new user here. So you could look them up by the email address and then update the record instead. But I'm gonna allow duplicates 
in this example to keep it simple. So I've cleared my cookies here and the last thing we need to do is change the device and country to be uh, select boxes. So rather than having a text field for these, uh, we can have a select and then you can pass in the options you want uh, available. So in this case, uh, device should be iPhone or Android and that's an array of those two items. We can refresh and it will give us those two items. You'll notice that placeholder is no long, longer available and that is because it changes to prompt when you're using a select tag. So this will now say device and then you can choose iPhone or Android. But it also, as a reminder, will submit nothing when device is selected. So you wanna make sure that users choose their device. Um, so choose your device or something like that is going to be helpful or you can pre-select an option and leave out the prompt. That is up to you. And then uh, country select is a gem that is fantastic for, of course, selecting countries. Um, so in this case, their instructions are super duper simple. We can add the country select gem to our gem file. So I'm gonna do that gem country select and we can close out our server, run bundle, restart our Rails server, and we'll let that finish and take a look at the documentation. So um, country select is really simple. Uh, all you have to do is use a country select instead, and that is it. So inside of our main index, we can do, instead of a text field, we can do a country select and we can remove this placeholder country and that should, if all goes well, um, properly render a country select for us and it does. So this connects really, really easy. It allows you to choose any of these countries that you like and it also supports a lot of options such as priorities, limiting to only con certain countries, uh, doing stuff with pre-selecting ones if you want. Lots of things you can do uh, with this. So take a look at the documentation. It's really easy to use, but this is all that uh, Gareth was interested in seeing for his signup form. Now you could take this and go the extra step and add a JavaScript Ajax response and uh, changing this to a remote form. Uh, we're not going to cover that because it's not really that important for a simple signup. If you create the lead here, re-rendering the page is not a big deal. Um, it might be a little bit more flexible to make this a remote as true option and then render a format.js uh, thing if you want. The remote as true option, it just goes on the form right here and then you can create a leads create.js.erb inside your views folder and you can render any sort of JavaScript here. So if you wanna like hide the new lead form, you could do that with jQuery after they submit it. Um, it's kind of up to you on how you want to structure it. And potentially the other option you'll need to do is add the respond to blocks on here um, if you're using the redirects like this. So if you're not rendering an HTML template during create, you're gonna need a respond to block. And then for your HTML requests, your normal uh, form submits, you'll redirect. And then for your JavaScript, 
ones, you will just simply uh, render a JavaScript template. And that happens by not passing a block into format.js like you do with format HTML. You'll want to make sure that you do that on both situations of success or failure. And then inside your JavaScript view, you have access to ERB, so you could check to see if at leads had any errors, and then you could uh, do certain JavaScript here instead. Um, so maybe you want to do something like an alert message that's like, please fill out the entire form. And you could do that if there were errors, and otherwise you could hide the form and display a different message. Uh, that is up to you, and I'm not going to cover that here, but that is the gist of how you set up your own email capture lead form in a Rails application. And one last thing that might be useful to explain is that if you want, um, one thing you could do here is you could take this chunk and make it a uh, reusable uh, partial. You can move this somewhere. I would take the whole thing. And then uh, a piece that you could do to make this even more reusable is to change at lead to lead.new. And then your main controller and any other controller that you use it in does not need to set this variable. Um, it's not exactly great practice, but it does make for this form to be reused anywhere. So you could put it on the homepage, on the blog, on any sort of pages that you're building, and it makes for a really flexible partial that you can drop in anywhere without having a dependency in the controller every single time. So uh, that wraps up this episode. If you want to uh, read more about our discussion on the newsletter sign-up forum, you can take a look at the forum and read the simple newsletter sign-up thread. Um, if you want to see more episodes like this one where we cover a little bit more concrete of a feature and a little less theory, let me know. Uh, I know that there's a, a big um, interest in both sides. So there's a lot of like, hey, I need to build this feature for my site, but there's also like, hey, I wanna learn how to, to uh, write better JavaScript for my Rails apps. And that's a little bit more conceptual thing. So uh, leave a note in the comments and let me know what you think. Which ones seem more relevant to you? Maybe you wanna learn both. Um, let me know. I, this is good feedback for me and helps me uh, make the next episodes even more useful for you guys. Uh, so please leave a note in the comments and I will talk to you soon.